So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Rain Entertainment Podcast episode uh, 326. For November 28th, 2021, my name's Nathan Reeton Spruth, and Aro is here as well, but what was that? Did you drop something? Uh, I accidentally hit the flashlight on my desk. I was uh, just like, was what over the... to... <laughs> It's ironic, because I was reaching over to hit the mute button, and then I slapped a really loud metal thing. <laughs> yes, yes, that was that was what you wanted to do. Uh, <laughs> have you ever had the time, like, the other day... It was one of those days where, like, everything I did, I just knocked something over or dropped something. Uh, like, yeah, I had that had that last week, and it was. Mm. <laughs> and uh, just as so, so everybody knows, I'll talk about it later. I built a new computer this week, uh, and I went and I told my girlfriend, I'm like, I'm almost done, and she's like, I know, I've been hearing you curse. I'm like, yeah, that's like half of building a computer. It's oh, just yeah. be, like dropping a fucking screw inside and be like, God damn it having to go dig that screw out anyway uh welcome what where can we find you aroa you can go over to the classic uh website as as you know as everyone knows it's does it's there I'm always does there. it still play uh megalovania when you go in the site it does it does indeed good good i i know that you was know, your f- um sorry go on well you know i i had originally wanted it to be an actual MIDI file, but apparently modern browsers don't allow you to embed MIDI anymore. You, you they don't have like an integrated MIDI sequencer, which is dumb. Is and there's no way you can make it happen. I maybe there's like a JavaScript MIDI player or something that I could put in there, but like, why would I bother with all that trouble whenever you can just use uh, the built-in HTML uh, MP3 player. That's what I, I was thinking. That. Just just take a, a a MIDI file, convert it to MP3, and put it on there or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I had to do because apparently we don't live in 1997 anymore. I mean, that's both good For and some bad. Reason, 97, like 97 was like the summer of ska, so I loved it. Uh, yeah, take me take me back, please. <laughs> so what games have you played this week uh i've been playing a lot of old flash games um but my... but flash is dead aroa because it's not 97 it anymore <laughs> well uh so my wife uh was feeling nostalgic and brought up uh the like papa's cooking games you remember those no no i don't they're they're like restaurant simulator flash games uh where you you'd like you you make and serve ice cream and or or burgers or whatever there's like there's papa's ice creamery and uh, papa's burger shop papa's pizzeria um well, they're all they're all flash games, so obviously you can't play them on the original website anymore. And I was like, well, you know that there's a thing where you can just play like a bunch of old flash games, right? And so I went and looked it up and got it, uh, sent it to her. But then I also was like, you know, I have a lot of nostalgic flash games, and so I've been I've been spending a lot of time on there playing. Uh, just a ton of different old shit uh like crimson room played through that again um it's like the first room escape game that i think if it wasn't the first one ever it's definitely the one that like i think most people who are fan of escape the room games think of um they've got crimson room blue chamber viridian room and white chamber which is like that's it those are the classics um uh played the original uh burrito bison which i didn't even remember was an adult swim game uh they have they have like a 
bunch of those old Adult Swim Flash games. Uh, even a, an Inuyasha one that I don't even remember. Like, it's cool. It's called Flashpoint. Yeah, I've, I've heard about it, it. I've seen I've seen some people use it. So it's uh, yeah, it, and it and it isn't just Flash games. It's got uh, like Active X games, uh, the Shockwave player, uh, the Unity Web plugin that isn't supported anymore. Um, that there's a PopCap plugin thing, which I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, just a ton of these old web plugins that don't do anything anymore. Um, there's a total of 122,726 games, according to this. And you can either download all of them at once, which is like 800 gigs, uh, or you can get the Infinity Client, which downloads them as you play them. Obviously, that's the option that I would recommend for the most part. Download uh, them all. I mean, I would like to eventually, but I'm going to need more space. I only have a terabyte of free space on my NAS. Oh, uh, dang. Yeah, that's... Um, I think I have eight terabytes total space on there, so I'm going to need some more hard drives. Yeah, uh, I was I was looking at... We were talking about it before. Um, I went on, on Newegg, I think, and I saw that they have like 14 terabytes terabyte drives for five hundred dollars or for two hundred and fifty dollars you can buy a twelve terabyte drive which sounds a lot better and i was just like if i spent a thousand dollars i could upgrade my uh plex server to like i would put it in in a raid 10 format right so or at least a raid 5 format so Anywhere from twenty to thirty terabytes with uh with redundancy, I think that would be good. But I'm not going to yeah. do that. But you should do that. That's what you should do. I mean, I I wouldn't use RAID. I would do what I've been doing, which is using ZFS. But, right, right. You know. I have it. I just have a Windows. Really yeah, I have a Windows system, but uh, you're not using storage spaces. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Windows's uh proprietary software RAID solution, storage spaces. No, I'm not using that. I'm just using the. Unfortunately, I'm just using the built-in RAID manager in Windows. Um, because amateur. Well, I would have had to reformat to enable the. I wanted to do it with the motherboard RAID configuration. But I couldn't do that because my computer was set up in AHCI and I would have had to reformat to get the RAID drivers and everything on there. Wait. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was I got I got confused. Uh I've been dealing with Linux uh problems with USB drivers and I was like, AHCI that's what? <laughs> Why aren't you using S XFCI? Because but... I don't use. Because no, I don't use well, no, that's... Linux. That's USB three. Like that's not even related to storage. Ah, my brain. I did. I did. Um... I think I mentioned it on the podcast that my. But I want to say it again because it's dumb. My old roommate uh, had a Plex server, and he would take legitimate movies that he owned. And, you know, put them up on his Plex server. And he's like, I'm running out of space. I'm like, how much storage do you have? And he's like, I don't know, like 35 terabytes? I'm like, "You're okay, we need to go through your process. You get your disk. He's like, yeah. Like, you rip it. Yeah. Then you put it in handbrake. And he's like, what's handbrake? I'm like, I think I see the problem. Because he was just taking, like, the full, like, 50 gigs and just popping it on his server instead of compressing it at all. <laughs> anyway. And, and like, I, I don't know. I don't know as much about video compression as I do audio compression, uh, at least in terms of, of codecs, but right. like there's gotta be a, there's gotta be a, a lossless video compression codec, right? Yeah. Well, I be. mean, X two 
six four or whatever. Right? Well, like you, uh or H2 or H H two six four is not lossless. That's not uh, lossless. It's not lossless, but it's fine. Nobody's gonna notice <sighs> when it's downscaled to ten eighty p anyway. Are you saying that MP3 320 kilobit per second is just as good as FLAC? I I'm not saying it is as good. I'm saying that 99% of people won't notice the difference. Yeah, well, you'll know because you, you, you. I wouldn't know. Yourself. I you would not know. Yourself. You didn't learn anything. The only. The <laughs> only. The only thing I am like that on, I know you're being facetious, but the only <laughs> thing I am like that on is fucking YouTube videos and people still thinking that 24 frames a second is okay. Because, uh, like, I can tell, like, even 30 frames a second just feels so much better. But people insist. They're like, I want to make it cinematic quality, which means I have to make it look shitty when we pan. And I'm just this like, I'm going to strangle you. Does YouTube not like do frame interpolation up to 30 FPS? I wouldn't be surprised if it did something like that because it's just 24 FPS seems so awkward. It, to, to I've, I've looked at stats for nerds and it says 1080p, 24, 24 frames a second. Oh, it's so stupid. I know. Anyway, uh, any any specific games that you want to talk about before we go on another ram rambling rant? <laughs> um, I mean, no, it's uh, at least as far as Flashpoint goes. Just go on there and and just look around. They've got, they have some collections uh, that you can you can go through um, and experience some some nostalgia. Why don't you? Uh, Related to that, also, I did not know that Newgrounds actually not only still exists for one, but has a lot of their the, that old content um, still up, and you can still play slash watch it because they have a JavaScript driven uh, Flash emulator that I didn't know existed. It's really cool. Um, and then, as far as you know, real games, I've kind of gotten back into DJ Max Respect. Uh, for no particular reason other than I uh, just felt like playing a rhythm game but didn't feel like putting a ton of effort into it. Yeah, it's still really fun. Didn't it feel like downloading Fortnite? It's not a rhythm. What? We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Uh, what? It's not... It's, it, oh, it, oh, it actually genuinely took me this long to understand what you were referring to even. Oh. <laughs> We'll talk about it later. Um, but yeah, that's... Uh, I think that's... Oh, oh, I did play a little bit because uh, we just discovered it last night. Uh, there's an Among Us ripoff called Goose Goose Duck. Oh, nice. And it's actually, like, super competent. That's um, good. Like, it's, it's free to play and uh like has various game modes and like modes where you have like roles and shit uh it's it's pretty cool uh you should check that out if you like amogus um and i also played risk of rain 2 on the switch and it has uh gyro aiming oh god and um i i'm trying you know but Gyro aiming's just not it's not very good. That game that game requires a mouse. It really in my opinion, it really requires a mouse. I cannot play it with a controller, even with gyro aiming. <sighs> right. Yeah, it seems it seems not good. Seems not good. Anyway, let's move on to me. You can find me, Nathan Reed, through the muscle at a road dot website, but uh reading everywhere. Reading on Twitch, Twitter. YouTube, all the jazz, uh, Reaton Podcast. You'll find us on Spotify and iTunes and all the all those places you find podcasts. Uh, games I played this week, uh, pretty boring. Uh, well, I mean, not boring, but but short. Uh, Halo Infinite, which we'll talk about some later. I like it. I'm shockingly competent at it. It is like Halo is the only series of shooters that I'm actually 
feel that I'm good at. Uh, we did big team battle, and I was 19 and one on big team battle, so I did pretty well on that one. That's that's honestly kind of impressive for big team battle. Well, thank you. Yeah, it was. I was on a roll. We were doing capture the flag, and I was just defending the flag and just taking people out left and right. Uh, so it's, I'm I'm pretty competent at the game. Uh, it feels a lot better than the Master Chief Collection games because I think they have tuned it better than the Master Chief Collection was for mouse and keyboard because I just noticed on the on on the Master Chief Collection that if you had a controller you were more likely to get kills because the auto aim or the aim assist is what they call it is so heavy in that game that it's just better to play with a controller. And I think they've toned that down quite a bit with uh, Halo Infinite. It's still there. There's still an aim assist. So if you're playing against pe- people on an Xbox, they're still going to have a bit of an advantage uh, when it comes to like locking on an, an aim assist, but it's not as pronounced as it, as it once was. Uh, and then I played some Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous. It is a fun game. Uh, there's a mechanic in it where you kind of like build armies and the then you go into army battles kind of like Heroes of Might and Magic if you ever played those games. Did you ever play Heroes of Might? Yeah. And play them, but I've seen people play them. Yeah, and I don't like that part as much as just the normal role-playing, you know, go through the story stuff uh but i'm playing a druid and druids are pretty cool uh i can turn into a shambling mound and when i hit people they get entangled it's awesome but it is it is a good game if you're into that uh just if you're gonna stream it apparently uh i have a a viewer who keeps telling me like man this is not a good game for streaming because there's a lot of just a lot of walls of text that you've got to read through and the battles can be kind of slow watching. Yeah. They can, they can be slow and boring and he complains about it almost every time I stream, he still comes and watches cause you know, he's a friend and, and I'm somewhat entertaining sometimes. Uh, but you know, I, I have made it my personal mission to annoy him by keep playing the game. (laughs) Just keep doing it just just to kind of hammer that nail in that I don't care. And I want to beat the game. And it's one of those, if I don't beat it on stream, I'm not going to beat the game. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. Yeah. So it's I have to play it because that's the only time I get to play games. And that's kind of why I made my schedule the way it is, where I stream Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, because if I did not keep that schedule, then I wouldn't beat video games. Uh, and I've beaten like 12 this year, so I'm doing pretty good. Anyway, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about some news stories. Uh, speaking of, of Fortnite, as we mentioned earlier, Fortnite creators Epic Games have bought Harmonix, the rock band developer. What in the fuck is the motivation behind this? I have no idea. The only thing I hope is, remember, uh, what was it, four years ago, five years ago? um, That was a while. Where they were like, we want to release Rock Band on P or Rock Band 4 on PC, and then they just didn't get the funding for it? Yeah. I kind of hope they do. I kind of hope that they make it work. Like, <sighs> you think Epic would drop a million? Like, because they, they, what they were asking for was like a million or 1.5 million. Yeah, it's 1.5. If that's all they need to do that, do you think Epic would, would throw that money down? God, that would be amazing. I won't lie. Yes, uh, I would be happy. Unfortunately, however, even if they did, there's a problem, and that is that it's epic. Uh, <laughs> if you recall, when Rock Band 4 was going to be put on PC, they were going to release it on Steam, and they were going to give it Steam Workshop support. And there is oh, no yeah. equivalent to that 
in the Epic Games Store. That's true. I'm sure. I'm sure that people would find a way. Oh, they would. They they would just mod the game. But having having that integrated functionality would be would be amazing. Yeah. I can only assume that the main uh the main purpose behind this has something to do with their success with Fuser, their like concert simulation game. Oh um, yeah. Because like they they've done like in-game concerts in Fortnite previously. Um like a few times. They even mentioned it in this article. So maybe it's just like Harmonics is kind of penchant for doing that sort of experience within a virtual space that maybe uh maybe Epic sees value in that. Not to mention just there are a lot of industry ties that people within Harmonics seem to have. Like they seem to be able to kind of license whatever fucking music they want. Like yeah. they, they had rock band Beatles before the Beatles was on Apple music. So <laughs> That's funny. <they> did, <laughs> like the there's, there's definitely some value in there. It's just like, I'm really confused as to what their motivation is. And well, let's, let's all... look at, um, let's look at what they said. And then oh, in this in this Polygon article, it says Fortnite and Unreal uh, Engine developer Epic Games has acquired Harmonix. This is from Polygon. The studio uh, behind the Rock Band and Dance Central series and last year's Fuser. The company has announced a joint statement on Tuesday. Harmonix says it will work uh, with Epic to create musical journeys and gameplay for Fortnite, but says it won't be abandoning its other music game projects. And then there's an FAQ. Uh, what does this mean for Rock Band uh, DLC? Nothing. So they're going to keep doing that. Will you keep doing Rivals seasons? So uh, that's that's the thing that was added to Rock Band 4 where like you can like compete against your friends for high scores and stuff. Um, what about Fuser events? No change there either. Does this mean more Rock Band instruments will be made? And it says no which is kind of lame, but whatever. Will Fuser and your other games still be available? Yes, our games uh, will remain available on Steam and console. Uh, what about the servers for whatever games? Will those be taken offline? They are not change, uh, planning to change the support for the older games. And what will Harmonix team work on next? Our team will work with Epic to create musical journeys and gameplay for Fortnite. While, while we're not sh uh, ready to share any specifics, the whole team is incredibly excited to get started. I would assume not the whole team. <laughs> like, there's got to be, like, yeah. three people who's like, ah, fuck. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I'm, I, I'm not, like, immediately against this because, let's be honest, while we don't have real concrete financial information behind harmonics they haven't exactly had the best decade um yeah since since the collapse of the console music game industry harmonics has struggled to maintain its relevancy uh like dance central was a really good push but once the xbox one came out that franchise was dead in the water and like they they do have a couple of vr experiences that are eh, i i haven't seen like a ton of hype for them um and they had a weird card game thing that was basically like a physical prototype for fuser you, you like bought physical cards and put them on this board to like mix pieces of music together and somehow it was a game i don't know um and then there's fuser which like seems like it kind of is a thing but i still don't even know like i, I don't know what fuser don't is know. 
I don't. Well, that's the thing is like, I understand how it like works, but I don't understand who it's for or, or really what it is meant to be. Cause it's just like, it's mashup songs, the game. And I just don't know how you make a compelling game experience out of that. Uh, yeah. I also think it's funny that they probably legally can't mention frequency or, uh, like they can they do amplitude? No, they can't. Frequency or amplitude in this article because they say the axe, uh, which was their like weird prototype thing that they did, I think, for Disney a oh, long yeah. ass time ago. Uh, but then their first real game experience was frequency on the PS2. But since that was published by Sony and Sony owns all the rights to it, they kind of try to pretend it doesn't exist. Yeah, like everybody else. Uh, so anyway. Uh, I I I do always you know hope for the best. So obviously we are hoping that we may get like Rock Band ported to PC. I would be very happy, even if it just makes it so that you can use your your Xbox One controllers for for the PC version. Just let me play. Oh, you mean like Guitar Hero? Yes, exactly. Just let me play the freaking games on my PC, please. Uh. I will not update to Windows 11 to do so, but I I'll download Epic Game Store. I'll do that. Anyway, uh we're going to move on. We're going to talk about Halo Infinite. Apparently, there's some controversy because the it's a free to play game. The the multiplayer is free to play and Rose should download it and play it with me. But It's like 3000 gigs. It's 25 gigs. <laughs> You lying bastard. <laughs> it's 25 gigs, and it's free to play, and it's good. And uh, from a technical standpoint, it's good. However, it is a free-to-play game. And the problem with free-to-play games is they have to make money somehow. And somebody had gone and done the math to see how much it would cost to get all of the items because there are there's a battle pass but even aside from the battle pass there are items that you can purchase with money mm. yeah and it would cost over a thousand dollars to get all of the items oh no oh. but there's a new event uh for some samurai armor uh not the not the clown armor that everybody wears uh, there's some samurai armor now. And it says here, uh, the big reward for Halo Infinite's uh, new F- Infinite's Fracture Tenrai event is the game's Yoroi? Yoroi? Yoroi. Samurai armor. Uh, Close enough. <laughs> The event takes place over the course of several months, and it includes its own separate free event pass, similar to the game's regular battle pass, and it unlocks pieces of the armor every few levels. So all of this is pretty normal, but the actual process of unlocking the armor is where the problems start. Event pass tiers can only be upgraded by completing specific event challenges, and you'll get a limited number of those at a time. This leads to frustrating stretches where you're not really earning progress towards the special limited time pass. It's made even worse by the fact that the game's standard battle pass still feels slow and unsatisfying to upgrade. Uh, Another frequent complaint is uh, that the event pass itself is mostly XP unlocks and challenge swaps rather than actual cosmetic rewards. This is a problem for the game's standard Season 1 battle pass well, which makes the event pass issues unsurprising, but no less frustrating to players. Uh, so it's basically just a huge grind to get it, which it's a free-to-play game. Of course, it's going to be a, a huge grind. Um, of course, some players have some less reasonable complaints as well. For instance, some players are upset that they will unlock just one shoulder pad and to have to wait a few weeks to unlock the other. So... You can unlock one shoulder pad, and then you have to level up more and more just to unlock the other shoulder pad. That's pretty great. Welcome to modern video games. Forcing them to log in later to unlock both, but that's the whole point of a pass like this. 
Um, so it it's not great, but it's not terrible. Um, it's I, the, I still it, think it's, it's a free. change. Yeah, it's a change in the business model, and that's what people are, I think, mainly not well, happy about. The thing I am mostly upset about is that the color schemes are locked. Not only that, you cannot choose your own colors anymore. So, like, I can't, you know, choose orange and white as my color scheme if that color palette, that specific orange and white, are not unlocked in the battle pass, I cannot go in and configure it. You have to have that specific color palette available to you. And they've had the ability to do that since, like, Halo 2. Yep. So... Actually, it's kind of funny now that I think about it, because of all games, The Sims 4 did the same thing. Really? Yeah, uh, I think you could you could select custom colors even in The Sims Two, um, in The Sims Three, like you you just click on a texture and you could just select what color it is. Sims Four, no, you have a predetermined list of colors for each object, and that determine the color scheme of it. Modders I... obviously fix that later, but like, it's kind of insane to me that like we get these newer and greater games that have fewer features than the old ones yeah for no apparent reason like it's really bothersome and i don't like it uh i i i I wish that you could at least just choose your colors it's so weird that you can't um and like it's not like the battle pass unlocks a color for you to do you it's just predetermined you just have white and black or or green and black or whatever and you lock unlock new color schemes it's not like you go and you're you unlock purple and then you can mix purple with other colors which i i would be less upset about if you could do that it's obviously just meant to be exploitative which is sad to say but yeah. that's how modern AAA game design works now. You have to do everything that you can to make a game engaging over time. People in the WoW community have been complaining about that for several expansions now. Yeah. That, like you log in and you have dailies, and it's just that that sort of game design has finally started to sort of seep into other games. Uh, Dead by Daylight has a battle pass that I think is honestly one of the worst battle passes I've ever seen in any game period. Uh, DJ Max, the game I mentioned earlier is a rhythm game with a battle pass, (laughs) like with a free tier and a pay tier. Like it's amazing that this thing that was previously kind of relegated to either free-to-play mobile games or MMOs is now just everywhere. It almost feels like how Call of Duty added our pseudo-RPG elements back with COD 4, where you, like, leveled up your guns and shit. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not happy about it. I'm not either, but I will say that without paying for anything, I'm still having fun for... Uh, I'm sorry, I'm having fun with halo infinite so yeah i that's kind of the the shitty thing is like you complain we can complain about like the shitty business tactics but at the same time you're able to get the full multiplayer experience for free at the end of it exactly and and i'm i'm having fun with it so who am i to complain and i'm still trying to get a row to play with me but he won't because he's he's a sad boy he'd rather play uh 2005 flash games (laughs) <laughs> right now i'm playing uh play i think it's like hobo idol or something like that oh good it's just it's just an idol game and you just let the numbers go up just trying to get more homeless people uh actually the goal is to drink so much that your brain uh turns to dust oh fun that's that sounds <laughs> that sounds good we're gonna move on and we're going to talk about a uh, a dev that we like, neither of us like, and that is 
Daybreak Games. You know, you know who Daybreak Ooh. is? Uh, they used to be Sony Online Entertainment. Oh, that's right. Wait, they're alive? They're still alive. They got bought, so if, it's weird. Okay, so give me just a second here. Daybreak Games. And we'll go to their Wikipedia. So they were originally uh, Sony Online Entertainment. And then in 2015, it looks like, uh, they, they got bought by another company uh, and became Daybreak Games because they gave up, basically. Sony gave up, didn't want to you know, have EverQuest or EverQuest well, 2 and all that anymore. Yeah, it was um, it was something like like they they were they they were tired of living underneath of Sony and Sony was like, yeah, well, we don't really want to give you money anymore either. And then they like I thought they spun off. I didn't know they got bought. Yeah. So they had originally got bought and then it said uh in August like, 2020, Daybreak acquired Iron Cold Studio, but I think they got bought. Right. In t- December 2020, so in August 2020, they acquired a new studio. Uh, and then in December 2020, it was reported that Daybreak Games Company would be acquired by Enad Global 7 for $300 million. Yeah, I thought I thought it was like bought by some kind of holding company or something. And yeah. That sounds like a holding company. Yeah, so now Daybreak is apparently making money, shockingly enough. Um, and so the, this is from Kotaku. It says the devs behind DC universe online. I still, I forgot that they made DC universe online, but I guess it was, a, it was like the last MMORPG released by Sony, Sony online M- entertainment, I think before they switched off to daybreak, uh, revealed yesterday via an investor presentation, daybreak games, Austin based dimensional Inc. Game Studio is developing a new Marvel MMORPG. However, according to the same presentation, it likely will be a few years before we see a trailer or screenshot of the upcoming game. I'm sorry, upcoming online superhero game. So it looks like Daybreak will be making a Marvel MMO. Hmm. The only problem with this is that I can recall at least... Two other times Marvel MMORPGs were supposed to come out, and they never did. Uh, the, one I can rec- the, the one I recall was uh, Cryptic, the same guys who made uh, City of Heroes. They were originally supposed to make a Marvel MMO, and then yeah, they, got, right, like, a, they got like a year or two in development, and then just Marvel pulled the plug. And then there was the Marvel isometric Diablo-like game that was out for a couple of years, Marvel yeah, Heroes. Yeah, it was terrible. And it yep. was terrible, and that game died. So uh, it, I, I would not be surprised if this gets canceled. Uh, as spotted by, uh, it says, as spotted by Eurogamer on Twitch streamer and Twitch streamer Miller... Daybreak's parent company, Enad Global 7, released a Q3 2021 financial report. In that presentation, which is still available online, the company quietly announced that the Daybreak and Dimensional Inc. were working on a new AAA MMO utilizing Marvel IP. I hope it's just an, an, an MMO with one specific hero. <laughs> it's just, and it's not even like, like a big one. It's like, it's like Moon Knight. It last demand the MMO. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I I looked up Enad Global Seven out of curiosity. Uh, they are without a doubt uh, one of the biggest game conglomerates that I'm aware of. What do they uh, own? It, Tell me. So, so they own Ragnarok Online, Lineage Two, Mech Warrior Five. DC Universe Online, obviously, and therefore also EverQuest and EverQuest 2. They own Lord of the Rings Online. They own Planetside 2, Dungeons and Dragons Online. Uh, since they own Daybreak, they also have H1Z1. Uh, the, the, like, Sniper Elite games, 
Um, they own the company that, that makes those. Uh, that No Straight Roads game that came out like last year. Um, Overcooked, that company. Uh, yeah. The My Singing Monsters. Remember that? No. That's still a thing. Uh, that was like like a really big mobile game. Oh. Um, and uh, the the console version of Planet Coaster. They they apparently own a um a porting house called Sold Out, and they they do a lot of ports of these games. Uh. Oh, That's... I didn't know that Daybreak owns Daybreak owns Lord of the Rings Online. Yep, Daybreak and they has own Planet Side too. Yep. <laughs> And Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Okay, so basically they bought Daybreak and they got like half of these fucking properties. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're also a big marketing company. They've done marketing campaigns for Call of Duty, Destiny, Fortnite, Doom, H1Z1, PUBG, Dying Light 2, Angry Birds, Rage 2, uh, uh, Far Cry, Assassin's Creed, the uh, overwatch so um yeah i mean they they own a lot of stuff yeah so it says here in this article as well hopefully this marvel mmo will be more successful than past attempts there was an aforementioned marvel mmo that was reportedly canned by daybreak games in 2018 so it looks like they had another mmo that they were working on but that was canned for some reason in 2018 uh there was also the 2013 release of marvel heroes which shut down following a few name changes in 2017 before all that emirates uh cryptic studios was working on a marvel mmo with microsoft but the game was canceled in 2008 and it ended up being reborn as champions online which is still around in 2021 uh so yeah there there were a few there was a few issues with with Marvel MMOs, so who knows if it's going to be made. But with eh. with how big the Marvel franchise is now, I mean, if of all times now would be the time to do it. I think. Well, yeah, but they say that's okay. So they say the short term plan for one of their games. Uh, okay, so. I wouldn't expect to be playing the Marvel game anytime soon. This is again from Kotaku. It's listed under longer term project. So that's after 2022. Probably 2024. Yeah. So maybe. I mean, they do have. Disney has plans for Marvel as a whole going on until like 2030. So like. And and it ain't like Guardians of the Galaxy didn't make like a billion dollars or whatever. Well, and and we have to remember that the the Marvel that is in that's alive in 2021 is not the Marvel that was alive in 2008 because 2008 was before Disney bought it. Correct. So it's very possible Although that Disney will Disney be Disney owned them in 2018. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they did. But that was canceled by Daybreak for some reason. Um I see. That's what it says here, at least. It says, uh, reportedly canned by Daybreak in 2018. But also, that was uh, when Daybreak was going through some of their worst times, I would say, where uh, H1Z1, the Battle Royale, the Battle Royale for H1Z1 took off for a while. And they were like, yeah, we're making money. And then, like, Fortnite and... PUBG released and they're like, ah, we're not making any more money. <laughs> <laughs> Which is basically what happened. Because I actually played the the battle royale of H1Z1 and it was it was okay. It, wasn't it was great. pretty cool. Yeah. Um like the vehicle stuff was a really neat thing. Yeah. The vehicle stuff, uh Durga and I, uh we we got to last like we were the the second to last team killed. We were the we were the last team killed. So we were like the second place losers. Um, I've only won a single round of any battle royale game ever. I've never and gotten a chicken dinner. 
I got it. Um, it was it was one of the Call of Duty games. Cause like they keep releasing a new battle royale game every year, right? So it was like Whoa. their first battle royale game for Call Wait. of Duty. Oh, like it was one that was integrated. It wasn't Warzone. It was not Warzone. It was before Warzone oh. was a thing. Way before Warzone. Oh. Um, oh. And and I, I I only won once, and I I felt proud of myself. That was also the same game, and I have a clip of it because I was streaming. Where I go into a room and I'm hidden. Well, kind of hidden. I'm I'm in a room, uh, by myself, and I like crack open a uh, sprite and I drink my sprite and i have a clip of it where i'm drinking my sprite and a guy runs in and starts shooting at me and i put my finger on my mouse and just which i shoot him without moving and kill him and then finish drinking my drink i was very happy about that um and that guy felt like a like an action movie man i felt like that guy was very bad at the game (laughs) Because he couldn't hit a target that was standing still drinking a soda. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I know you won't play it, but if, if there's a Marvel MMO that comes out and it looks even halfway decent, I'll probably try it. I'll, I'll give it a shot just out of curiosity because that was why I played uh, DCUO. Yeah. Which, like, I actually kind of enjoyed DC Universe Online for a short length of time but it's you're gonna have to do something really special to get me to play another mmo yeah not and not charge I a monthly sub well <laughs> that is... if that was if that was the case i'd be playing guild wars 2 uh you know i i want to like guild wars 2 but i just never got into it i don't know yeah. anyway um, a moving in, copy of it. I me too, I think somewhere. Anyway, uh, moving on, we're going to talk about the last story, which is about GoDaddy. You know where uh, ReetonEntertainment dot com is hosted. <laughs> this was why I left. It's uh, <laughs> it's, it's, or yeah, it. it was a uh, Cyberpunk Monk. Uh, yeah, so uh, ReetonEntertainment dot com is hosted on GoDaddy. GoDaddy has had a d- data breach. Uh, <laughs> Shit. <laughs> it says specifically here specifically WordPress. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's what I've been like because I'm lazy and like I can make my own site, but WordPress is just so much easier <laughs> than but uh fuck that apparently for readingentertainment.com. It says GoDaddy announces security incident affecting managed WordPress service. Good. Uh, on November 17th, 2021, we discovered unauthorized third-party access to our managed WordPress hosting environment. Here's the background on what happened and the steps we took and are taking in response. Uh, upon identifying the incident, we immediately blocked the un- unauthorized third party from our system. An investigation is ongoing, but we have determined that beginning on September 6th, 2021, the unauthorized party used the vulnerability to gain access to the following customer information. Up to 1.2 million active and inactive managed WordPress customers uh, had their email addresses and customer number exposed. The exposure of the email address presents a risk of phishing attacks. The original WordPress admin password that was set at the time of provisioning was exposed. If those credentials were still in use, we reset those passwords. God. For active customers, SFTP and database usernames and passwords were exposed. We reset those passwords. Uh, that's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> SFTP and database usernames and passwords? That is so bad. Uh, for a subset of active customers, the SSL private key was exposed. We are in the process of issuing and installing new certificates for these customers. Our investigation is ongoing, and we are contacting all impacted uh, customers directly with specific details. Customers can also contact us via our help center at godaddy.com forward slash help, which includes phone numbers and uh, based on country. You know what really upsets me like too much? 
when people get the forward slash and backslash wrong. Oh, yeah. It's great. Like, like I'll watch YouTube videos, and they'll be yeah. like, oh, yeah, go to blah, 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 dash, or backslash, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, it's a forward slash, you dumb. Uh, I, 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 I saw one of those a few days ago, and I was like, no, please, go ahead. Try to put a backslash in that affiliate link. Please do it. You know what, what you know what would happen? You know? It wouldn't work. It 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 would autocorrect to a forward slash. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, it would. I've I'm done it. Right I've now. tried it. Um Oh son of a bitch. It does. It, it did. It, yep. God damn it. Now, because it's HTTP, because it's on your web browser, it's going to automatically switch that. But if you were to, like, do it in a file browser, it wouldn't do it, obviously. Well, yeah, but, like, what year is it? You're not going to type a URL into File Explorer. No. I, had to, I remember doing that. Um, there was a, a library computer that didn't have access to the Internet, so it was only internal stuff. So I went into the file browser and I was just like, I wonder. And I put like google.com in there and it took it opened up Internet Explorer. So they didn't uninstall Internet Explorer. They just made it so you couldn't access it. Yeah. Uh, so I was like 13. I was like, I'm a hacker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so basically, uh, yeah, GoDaddy was hacked. Uh, if you are with GoDaddy, I would urge everybody to change their passwords. I would urge you to change providers. But who's better than GoDaddy? That's not... Who host? Yeah, but that costs money. So does GoDaddy. That's true. It's only like five bucks a month, though. I'm sure that a WordPress site on Bluehost is nothing. Let's see. Bluehost... I've used a lot of of cheap uh sites and GoDaddy has been the best to be fair like just with the speed and reliability uh there's a lot of places like HostGator HostGator uh sucks balls yeah. if you ever and and a lot of those sites are all owned by like the same company the same conglomerate yeah and they all just suck so bad. Um, and so I was just like, you know what? GoDaddy's a known entity. It's fast and reliable. Uh, not really prone to security breaches. So just pay for a just pay for a VPS and install your own WordPress instance. But then I'm down. Then I'm gonna be bogged to twenty megs upload because my internet sucks. What if somebody what? actually no, wants I mean, to go to my site? No, I mean like pay for a VPS in the cloud. Those are expensive too. No, well, they're not that expensive. Not a not a shared VPS instance. Uh, I'd have to look and see which one would be the People... best. People run like Minecraft servers on those things for like 10 bucks a month. That's true. I was thinking like Linode or something, which is fucking expensive. Linode um, does get expensive pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, what it about like, like, uh, looks like Bluehost like, is 265 a month. What's uh, the one where they call their VPSs droplets. Uh, I don't know. Droplets. Digital Ocean. Ocean. Yeah. Digital Ocean. Uh, you get you get a gig of RAM, one CPU core, ten gigs of storage, and five hundred gigs transfer for three dollars a month. I see. The one I see is five dollars a month. Five dollars, you get up uh twenty five gigs of storage and one terabyte transfer a month. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But like, yeah, Bluehost apparently starts at two sixty five a month for a uh WordPress. For either, it says uh 
website creation and hosting with one click WordPress install or uh, $265 a month for the, the just WordPress thing. Yeah, so there you go. But then I'd have to switch all my stuff over. You know, and and like I have uh my 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 email through GoDaddy. So my my retnet retentertainment.com email. Just change the MX record in your DNS. <sighs> but I've never done that or before. Or just leave Arilla. your leave your email on GoDaddy and move your website. It doesn't even matter. Yeah, I'll I'll think about it. I'll think about it. <laughs> we'll we'll see. I'm I'm okay with the security breach. Nobody goes to my site anyway. Um, because I, I my mail my mail goes, or is at least like piped through Gandhi, and like that's just a DNS record. I see. Um. Anyway, we'll we'll see. Don't what you I can work do. in computers? You should know this shit. I've never had to mess with that like email stuff and also by the way why does e why is email so fucking complicated still <laughs> like it yeah. like there's some things in the it world where it's like but it works and like yeah but we could make it not absolute shit and they're like no we're not gonna do that and it's no like, but we gotta keep legacy support just in case somebody tries to use our mail service with a SMTP client from 1996. Yeah. I asked my, my girlfriend what she wanted for Christmas. And she said she wanted a printer. Uh, and I told her no. <laughs> Why? Who wants a printer? She wants to print photographs of her children. Oh, no. Not photos. Yeah. 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 Because uh, it'd be one thing if he just needed a printer, he'd just get a laser jet printer, but like or a laser printer. But yep, no, nope, photos she wants... you have to have an inkjet printer. Not necessarily, but it, like you can get really good quality laser photo printers, uh, but they're also very expensive. And, right, like realistically, you're gonna have to just get an ink printer. Which yeah, ugh. and then and then. I texted my sister and asked what she wanted for uh, Christmas, and she sent me a link to a printer. And I was like, "Fuck both of you! What the fuck? <laughs> Just fucking go to Walgreens!" Like, I, 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 I was like, "I don't support people owning printers." <laughs> Seriously, like for the cost of ink alone, you're probably better off. Just like anytime you want a photo of your fucking kid, just send it to fucking Walgreens or whatever and pick it up an hour later. It's oh, like eight bucks. Before before I before I go, before we end this podcast, I do want to tell you one story. You're gonna like it. So the other day, uh the day uh, on Tuesday, so two days before uh Thanksgiving, I I went and I uh went to one of the clinics and they wanted me to take, move a computer, move two computers into a, another room, which I did. And one of those computers was in the front desk area. And in the front desk area, there's kind of a U shape uh, with like four or five people sitting at that area. Well, I removed one of those computers, the one on the far left. And so I get done and I'm going out the door and one of the ladies is like, yeah, we want to move that printer. Uh, from no. the far right no. to the far left area. No. And I was like, no. Uh, like, I, that wasn't in the purview of the ticket that I had. So what I would suggest is create another ticket um, or have your rather have your manager create a ticket because it's one of those things where I'm not just going to... There might be something hooked up weird or something like that where it only works in that area and I don't want to move a printer without telling people. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to move a printer. That was basically what I was getting at. Yeah, don't that's the real the answer, but yeah, it's more convincing if you're like, well, you know, if I do that and, and it's not documented properly. Yeah, yeah. Be... And so she comes back to me 
later and it's like, hey, I moved the printer and it's not working now. And I'm like, yeah, oh, no shit. I was like, well, make sure that it's plugged into an Ethernet port. Um, and she's like, yeah. So I dropped it while I was moving it and the Ethernet <laughs> port is broken now. So she well, broke the Ethernet. And she's like, so we need another printer. Can you ship one out to us? And I'm just like, I'm going to beat somebody to death with a printer. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I don't like printers being an uh, IT yeah. support. I don't think anybody does. But with that, that is the end of our podcast. And I want to thank you for being here, Roa. No problem. And we will be back next week talking about some... It took me forever to find stories to talk about this week. Hopefully next yeah, week's more yeah. exciting. Yeah. Uh, thank you for watching. Goodbye. Or listening. Goodbye. You did that last week, too. <laughs>